Morrow Time with 2GB's David Morrow. There is nothing wrong with that Go and read the rule On Radio Sport Mornings. 10-17, the Roosters have hammered the Broncos 36-4 to kick off week four of the NRL season. Seven tries to one. That's three losses in four weeks now for the Broncos. The Roosters have three wins from four. David Morrow is with us. David, were the Roosters good, the Broncos bad, or a bit of both of those things? Yeah, I think all of that. Um, yeah, the Roosters dominated the first half, and yeah, by the time they went at halftime leading 22-0, you thought, well, can the Broncos do anything for the first 15 minutes of the second half? I suppose it's fair to say they... The Broncos put up a brave performance. They scored the try, and then the Roosters just sat down the other end and went bang, bang, bang. It was all over Red Rover. Look, uh, this Broncos side, I've been saying since the start of the season, I tipped them to miss the eight. I'm not saying they will, but because their halves are no good. And when uh, when you've got no halves, I mean, admittedly, it does help when your forwards go forward. Uh, you can't expect forward, no halfbacks to produce miracles when your forwards are being hammered at the advantage line. But there's, yeah, I don't know what it is with the Bronx, but uh, you know, they've got that pain. They're paying hard, so I was going to call him something else, which is probably what he is. But anyway, he's uh, he's back next week. But of course, they'll they'll lose, but lose to Vita Pangai Junior probably for a week for that shot on uh, Cooper Croc. So uh, you know things aren't going to improve in the in the in the in the in the, in the short anyway, as far as the Broncos are concerned, and the Roosters is going from strength to strength, and uh, they look like the, the well-oiled machine that we think they are. We thought they might be might be you know, without uh, Waria Hargreaves last night. They might be down on some. Ground up front didn't make any difference to him. Round four continues tonight. We need you to give us a, a bit of a glimmer of hope over here, David, that the Warriors can get back to winning ways against. Oh, gee, I didn't like the start of that. I didn't like the start of that answer. Surely they'll beat the Titans, well, won't they? Well, I'm not. Well, the Titans have got Taylor and Roberts back. You know, the Titans haven't been far away and they haven't had a half or a five eight. I mean, yeah, and this Titans side, that forward pack isn't too bad. I mean, I don't know what, and of course. Yeah, no, uh, no, 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 Isaac at, at hooker. I know Lawton's a good player, but he's not, and he's not Isaac Luke. And, and uh, yeah, I just wanted another experiment at five eight, but there's just something missing. I don't know what it is in the Warriors, but uh, they, you know they look world beaters, but they were world beaters against Canterbury, and since then, you know, they've basically had their backside smashed by two teams that most of us consider will finish in the bottom four, which is uh, certainly the West Tigers may just escape that, but I'm still got the juries out on them. And Manly, well, obviously Trebojevic is, uh, they're a one-man team. If he doesn't play, they get flogged. If he does play, they're a chance. So I don't know how to line this one up. I must admit, nearly everyone's tipping the Warriors. So, uh, yeah, of course, there's a glimmer of hope. And if the Warriors turn up tonight and play uh, fair nickum footy, uh, they're a big chance. But you know, it's this Titan side isn't as bad as what its early season form suggests, if only because they haven't had Ash Taylor and Tyrone Roberts on the field for the entire season, really. Mm. There's been a bit of talk over here about the dropping of, or a lot of talk actually, about the dropping of Adam Kerr and for Chanel Harris to Vita and the fact that he, in many people's eyes, has become a bit of a scapegoat for the for the forwards not doing their uh, not doing their job yep. properly. Is there is there is, is there I mean is that a, is, can you mount that can you mount that case? Yep, I, I, I was shocked when uh, that happened. Uh, if only because they're giving the kid three games. Uh, this kid's another novice coming in, so he's not going to be a million percent to start with. You'd think. Uh, and you know, it was the missed tackles and lack of ability to hold the ball and lack of ability to get over the advantage line from the forwards that cost the Warriors last week and uh, and out wide Trebojevic. You know, I mean, he made some... You know, but Trebojevic is one of the superstars of the game. Uh, and because he played well, Cherry Evans went well. Uh, you know, it's a bit... I'm, I, I was gobsmacked. I think, oh, what, they've changed the 5'8". The young 5'8's to blame. That's, the, that's just didn't make any sense to me. I thought, well, maybe you should have a look at the forwards not aiming up. 
uh, and that's that's where their problem is, and that they don't aim up uh, in this game uh, this evening. You know, that that Gold Coast forward pack, you know, it's pretty, it's a pretty hard forward pack. I mean, there's two Queensland State of Origin players in there. Ryan James has been the 18th man, I think, three times for uh, for New South Wales. Kevin Proctor, of course, has played for New Zealand. Bryce Cartwright's been 18th man for New South Wales. Well, he hasn't he hasn't played any decent football for about three years, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a toss of the coin, and you know. It's, if the Warriors, if the Warriors went out wearing Gold Coast jumpers and Gold Coast went out wearing Warriors jumpers, you probably wouldn't see any difference. <laughs> Let's have a look you at the other games. I yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to find out what happens tonight. Uh, Panthers, Tigers. I think you've got the mic for this one. The Panthers lost heavily yeah. to the Storm last week. The Tigers gave the Bulldogs their first win. So what happens here? Oh, I think Penrith will be too good. They've got a huge plus here. Uh, Kickout comes back. Now, he's been missing all season. He injured his knee in a trial game against Parramatta. And Isaiah Yo uh, missed last week after he had uh, successive weeks of concussion. Gee, they make a difference to this side. Uh, and I don't know what it is, but for some reason, their best go forward is their, is their back row. Uh, and when they start going forward, as was the case in the game they won, all of a sudden, the front rowers started rolling their sleeves up and having a go. So uh, I think you know, I think they'll be too good, Penrith, especially at home. Uh, and I think it would be a surprise if they lose. An interesting stat early in the week too was where Penrith are at the moment uh, down the you know towards the bottom of the table. I think they're only three off the bottom, aren't they? Fourteenth, yeah. But the, uh, the Cowboys at the same uh, position the year they won the comp were actually fifteenth. So uh, you can come from a long way behind at this time of the year, but you better start you know, racking up some wins, especially if you've got players that are going to be involved in state of origin in the middle of the year. Raiders play the Cowboys. Are the Raiders a top eight side? Yep. And the reason they're a top eight side this year, Jason, is their defence. Something Ricky's worked very hard on, apparently, in the off-season, is uh, to improve their defence, which really has. It's something that they've always... They've always been capable of scoring points. But they're one of those sides, uh, you score, we score, but we'll score more more often than you do, and that's how we'll win our games. But this year, they've been defending uh, a lot better, and as a result, uh, they've given themselves a, a lot more chances, and I think they'll... I'll give the Cowboys, you know, I think they'll beat the Cowboys tonight. Cowboys without Talmalala last week, they just look like a lost a lost ship. Morgan's dead set, not fit. Uh, I don't mean fit as in he's just uh, that shoulder, I think. he's got. Some, I don't know what it is, but he's certainly not the Morgan we saw take them almost to the to the victory in the in the competition a couple of years ago when Thurston was out. So, you know, they've got, they got some yeah, they got some horrible thoughts in front of them at the moment in North Queensland because I think they were relying heavily on Taumalala to get the metres. Matthew Scott's probably past his best. Uh, and I'm not sure that, that Gavin Cooper's going to get any better. Josh Maguire tried, tried so hard, but he, he seems to be carrying everything that North Queensland have got at the moment. And this Canberra side, I tell you this bloke that I like, this Tommy, this Bateman, I'm glad he's not that much bigger. I mean, if he's any bigger, he'd, he'd be charged with mass murder. He's just, he is one of the most dynamic footballers. Wait for age, he's the best footballer in the comp at the moment. So if you get it, if you do see this game, have a look at this Bateman. He goes a million miles an hour, and when he hits, they stay hit. And when he runs, they've got to get out of the road because he's a damaging footballer. I like the look of this Eels-Sharks game tomorrow as well. Um, how do you see this one playing out? Cracking game, uh, you know. Parramatta have surprised everyone. I think that the fact that they've, uh, you know, they've picked up uh, from last year where they got the wooden spoon and actually come out and played some good footy. But whether they can keep going, they had the Roosters done at probably the 60-minute mark last week. But as happens in most of those games, when the champion side decide to get going, uh, if you're not a champion side, you don't go with them, and that's what happened there. But in saying that, Cronulla's 
but they were outstanding against the Cowboys in that 10, 15 minute period after half time. And I'd be surprised if they don't win this, but it's, uh, it's, it is, it should be a real, really good contest. Looking forward to it. All right, David. Um, so shall, when we're doing our picks, shall I pick the Warriors tonight? Well, no, stick, stick with your heart in, uh, in, in those situations. Because uh, sometimes going with your head is it's just as tough. So stick with your heart. Although a mate, mate, you know, years ago, a mate of mine said to me, he said, you know what? He said, when the Dragons are playing, he said, you should always tip the other side. I said, why is that? He said, well, you're happy when they, the other side wins because you've tipped them, and you're happy when your Dragons win because you've followed them since birth. So I said, yeah, that's a good idea. But it's not <laughs> the way I normally go, though. But that's, that's my, the only advice I can give you, Jason. I'll take it, David. Have a great weekend, mate. We'll uh, chat again next week. Okay, Jason. Bye-bye.